Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, also live on Sirius XM. I'm your host, Nick Eber. Uh, wow, what an incredible weekend of Premier League action. We've had some, quite frankly, shocking upsets and switches and changes in the tables. I don't think anybody, and certainly not myself, predicted that we would be where we are today. So let's talk about the Premier League. Let's look back at Saturday, Sunday, Monday's matches. Let's look forward to the matches coming up. We've got Boxing Day extravaganza, of course, still to look forward to. Let's take a look at all the matches because all I can say is it's been a very entertaining weekend in the greatest reality show on earth, the English Premier League. I'm with you each and every weeknight, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 Eastern Time, then again on Sports Overnight America at midnight Pacific, 3 a.m. Eastern Time for all you early birds. If you'd like to reach out to me, you can do that via Twitter at Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, or via Facebook at facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. We are presented by betonline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Oh, by the way, did anybody see the... Um, Canelo Alvarez fight this weekend. I have some thoughts on this fight and the general state of the sport of boxing. I know this is a soccer show, but I do love the uh, sweet science. Nothing better, quite frankly, than a wonderful weekend of Premier League football and boxing. Let's talk about it. All right. Uh, Twitter at Nick Eber, N-I-C-K-G-E-B-E-R, Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. If you miss any part of this show, never fear because we are available right at its conclusion, the show. You can get it on our podcast network at the Believe, B-L-E-A-V, podcast network. I'd like to welcome to the show all of our men and women in uniform around the world listening on the American Forces Network. Such a pleasure and a privilege to speak with you as we do every day. We talk the beautiful game right here on these networks. Also, digital platforms, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, the award-winning Sirius XM app, we're with you there as well, so there's really no excuse for missing any part of this show. All right, I'm going to gather my thoughts, take a deep breath, and we'll be right back to kick it off on World Soccer Radio. Well, welcome back to World Soccer Radio. You know, not only is the Premier League back in full swing, 13 matches in, 14 matches in, depending on which team you're following. I guess some have 12. But the NBA and college basketball are back as well. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner, if you can believe that. And with all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in on. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, go to betonline.ag and go over there right now. They've got everything and every manner that you might want to bet. They've got game spreads and totals, team, player, and coaching props. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino, which never closes, just like the casinos here in my hometown 
of Las Vegas. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, betonline.ag. Sign up today and make BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. And remember, make sportsbook and sports betting a part of your entertainment and not your lifestyle. I'll tell you what is my lifestyle is the greatest reality show on the planet. And no, I'm not talking about those awful Kardashians or uh, porn stars or real housewives of Bogner Regis. I'm talking about the English Premier League. There is no soap opera better than this. You know, we talk about reality shows. Let me tell you, somebody that's worked in that business, none of those are reality shows. They're all scripted. They're actually called unscripted television. You refer to them as reality shows. And the reason for that is the storylines are set in advance. They know what they're doing. They know where they're going with it. And maybe they're unscripted and the sort of everyday quote-unquote folks they have acting out the necessary pieces of it are not reading or going from a learned script. They're sort of winging it. And that that is true. But Again, the outcome never in question. Well, I think you saw this weekend the outcome that is truly unknown until 22 players take to the pitch to fight the soccer match, the gladiatorial match of Mortal Kombat. Look, we had some huge matches this weekend set up, matches that were going to define the season for some of these teams. Uh, Southampton... Manchester United, pardon me, Southampton, Man City, an important game. Everton, Arsenal, what a critical game that was. Tottenham, Leicester, without doubt, the game of the weekend. We had some really big statements to be made this weekend. And let's not just discount Manchester United leads. Everybody's looking at Manchester United with a great deal of interest, just wondering exactly what's going to happen with this team. Are they real? Are they a shell? Are they a bubble waiting to, to pop? What is the deal? And by the way, I'm going to get to that today because I have, I want to refocus some of the exuberance about Manchester United right now on some of the facts around the season, And I'm not trying to be uh, a, a downer because, you know, I don't like Man United. I'm just trying to be as realistic and as impartial as I possibly can. Because if it was up to partiality, I would relegate them to the third division. Uh, Liverpool Palace was the kickoff game of the weekend. And... I don't think anybody really thought that Palace were going to get a result because the odds makers certainly didn't feel that way. Palace were plus 520, Liverpool were minus 196, clear favourites to win. Uh, the under was minus 118, the over was minus 102. So I think the pundits thought it would probably go over. But I don't think anybody quite thought that it was going to go over the way it did. And I'm talking about uh, one of the largest wins in Liverpool history, beating Crystal Palace 7-2 at Selhurst Park in London. 
seven nil I meant because uh, you know what's on my mind right when I say seven two and redeeming their seven two loss at home against Aston Villa earlier on in the season more importantly though than redeeming themselves in terms of emotionally or ego wise it was overcoming what looked to potentially be a big problem for Liverpool moving on in the season that of goal differential if you remember just a week ago Liverpool was second in the table to Tottenham based on goal differential and that goal differential was large it didn't look like you know it, it was a sort of thing that was just going to be overturned quickly it looked like if Liverpool and Tottenham were going to go neck and neck head to head fight it out as I said a couple of weeks ago all the way to the end of the season it was going to require you know potentially goal differential could be the deciding factor later on in the season if Tottenham were able to show that consistency that we talked about with the Ray Orozco matrix just a couple of shows ago well how times have changed Liverpool now leading the Premier League by five goals from then in terms of goal differential from their nearest rival which is Chelsea who today Monday had a resounding 3-0 victory at Stamford Bridge against West Ham United so that 7-0 thrashing they put on Crystal Palace was an enormously important result other than just having bragging rights or making you know themselves feel better or overcoming the the stigma of the 7-2 defeat because the 7-2 de defeat puts you down minus five the 7-0 victory puts you up plus seven you got a net gain of plus two so very important in the Premier League goal differential has been a bugaboo for Liverpool sometimes it just comes down to that when you're this tight I'm not so sure that we're going to be this tight in the Premier League. And I want you to keep in mind where we are on the table right now, and I want to make sure I don't run out of time, which I'm going to do here very shortly. But right now, Liverpool are on top with 31 points. Leicester City are second with 27, so they're four points behind. United a third with 26, so they're five points behind. But United have a game in hand. They've only played 13, whereas everyone in the top, well, top six has played 14. Everton, tied on points with United, are fourth place, but they have one less goal in terms of goal differential. Everton a plus six, United a plus seven. And Tottenham Hotspur, shockingly enough have gone from top of the table down to fifth spot they have a great goal differential at plus 11 not quite as good as Chelsea's at plus 10 and not as good as Liverpool's at plus 17 by the way Aston Villa are plus 11 as well we're going to get to Villa in a bit they are now at 25 points they are six points behind league leaders Liverpool they have not won in three matches and they have a problem which I didn't see coming, not by a long shot. So I can look at my 20-plus years of doing this and tell you this is why it is the greatest reality show on the, on, in the world because I, I just couldn't believe what I was watching this weekend.
I just couldn't believe it. I want you to keep in mind, and we'll talk about this a little bit. I'm just going to tease you that Boxing Day, because that's the next round of matches, Leicester are playing Man United, and Man Leicester are playing uh, Man United. Liverpool are playing West Brom, and Everton are playing Sheffield United. So uh, well, let's talk about that a little bit when we come back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline, a Broadcast Network, Series XM. I'm Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back. Let's talk more after this. Well, welcome back to World Soccer Radio. You know, not only is the Premier League back in full swing, 13 matches in, 14 matches in, depending on which team you're following. I guess some have 12. But the NBA and college basketball are back as well. The NFL and college football playoffs are right around the corner, if you can believe that. And with all these sports going on, there are plenty of bets to lock in on. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship or someone to upset Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs, go to betonline.ag and go over there right now. They've got everything and every manner that you might want to bet. They've got game spreads and totals, team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more options to wager than any place online. And there's always the online casino, which never closes, just like the casinos here in my hometown of Las Vegas. Head over to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, betonline.ag. Sign up today and make BetOnline your online sportsbook experts. And remember, make sportsbook and sports betting a part of your entertainment and not your lifestyle. I'll tell you what is my lifestyle is the greatest reality show on the planet. And no, I'm not talking about those awful Kardashians or uh, porn stars or real housewives of Bogner Regis. I'm talking about the English Premier League. There is no soap opera better than this. You know, we talk about reality shows. Let me tell you, somebody that's worked in that business, none of those are reality shows. They're all scripted. They're actually called unscripted television. You refer to them as reality shows. And the reason for that is the storylines are set in advance. They know what they're doing. They know where they're going with it. And maybe they're unscripted and the sort of everyday quote-unquote folks they have acting out the necessary pieces of it are not reading or going from a learned script. They're sort of winging it. And that that is true. But Again, the outcome never in question. Well, I think you saw this weekend the outcome that is truly unknown until 22 players take to the pitch to fight the soccer match, the gladiatorial match of Mortal Kombat. Look, we had some huge matches this weekend set up, matches that were going to define the season for some of these teams. Uh, Southampton... Manchester United, pardon me, Southampton, Man City, an important game. Everton, Arsenal, what a critical game that was. Tottenham, Leicester, without doubt, the game of the weekend. We had some really big statements to be made this weekend. 
And let's not just discount Manchester United leads. Everybody's looking at Manchester United with a great deal of interest, just wondering exactly what's going to happen with this team. Are they real? Are they a shell? Are they a bubble waiting to, to pop? What is the deal? And by the way, I'm going to get to that today because I have, I want to refocus some of the exuberance about Manchester United right now on some of the facts around the season. And I'm not trying to be uh, a, a downer because, you know, I don't like Man United. I'm just trying to be as realistic and as impartial as I possibly can, because if it was up to partiality, I would relegate them to the third division. Uh, Liverpool Palace was the kickoff game of the weekend. And I don't think anybody really thought that Palace were going to get a result because the odds makers certainly didn't feel that way. Palace were plus 520, Liverpool were minus 196, clear favourites to win. Uh, the under was minus 118, the over was minus 102. So I think the pundits thought it would probably go over. But I don't think anybody quite thought that it was going to go over the way it did. And I'm talking about uh, one of the largest wins in Liverpool history, beating Crystal Palace 7-2 at Selhurst Park in London. 7-0, I meant, because uh, you know what's on my mind, right, when I say 7-2. And redeeming their 7-2 loss at home against Aston Villa earlier on in the season. More importantly, though, than redeeming themselves in terms of emotionally or ego-wise, it was overcoming what looked to potentially be a big problem for Liverpool moving on in the season, that of goal differential. If you remember, just a week ago, Liverpool were second in the table to Tottenham based on goal differential, and that goal differential was large. It didn't look like, you know, it, it was the sort of thing that was just going to be overturned quickly. It looked like if Liverpool and Tottenham were going to go neck and neck, head to head, fight it out, as I said a couple of weeks ago, all the way to the end of the season, it was going to require... You know, potentially goal differential could be the deciding factor later on in the season if Tottenham were able to show that consistency that we talked about with the Ray Orozco matrix just a couple of shows ago. Well, how times have changed. Liverpool now leading the Premier League by five goals from then in terms of goal differential from their nearest rival, which is Chelsea who today, Monday, had a resounding 3-0 victory at Stamford Bridge against West Ham United. So that 7-0 thrashing they put on Crystal Palace was an enormously important result other than just having bragging rights or making you know themselves feel better or overcoming the, the stigma of the 7-2 defeat. Because the 7-2 de defeat puts you down minus 5. The 7-0 victory puts you up plus 7. You got a net gain of plus 2. So very important in the Premier League. Goal differential has been a bugaboo for Liverpool. Sometimes it just comes down to that when you're this tight. I'm not so sure 
that we're going to be this tight in the Premier League. And I want you to keep in mind where we are on the table right now, and I want to make sure I don't run out of time, which I'm going to do here very shortly. But right now, Liverpool are on top with 31 points. Leicester City are second with 27, so they're four points behind. United are third with 26, so they're five points behind. But United have a game in hand. They've only played 13, whereas everyone in the top, well, top six has played 14. Everton, tied on points with United, are fourth place, but they have one less goal in terms of goal differential. Everton a plus six, United a plus seven. And Tottenham Hotspur, shockingly enough, have gone from top of the table down to fifth spot. They have a great goal differential, a plus 11. Not quite as good as Chelsea's, a plus 10. And not as good as Liverpool's, a plus 17. By the way, Aston Villa, a plus 11 as well. We're going to get to Villa in a bit. They are now at 25 points. They are six points behind league leaders Liverpool. They have not won in three matches. And they have a problem, which I didn't see coming. Not by a long shot. So I can look at my 20-plus years of doing this and tell you this is why it is the greatest reality show on the, on, in the world because I, I just couldn't believe what I was watching this weekend. I just couldn't believe it. I want you to keep in mind, and we'll talk about this a little bit. I'm just going to tease you that Boxing Day, because that's the next round of matches, Leicester are playing Man United, and Man, Leicester are playing... Uh, Man United, Liverpool are playing West Brom, and Everton are playing Sheffield United. So uh, well, let's talk about that a little bit when we come back. World Soccer Radio, Sports Byline, a Broadcast Network, Series XM. I'm Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter at Nick Gieber or Facebook, facebook.com forward slash World Soccer Radio. I'll be right back. Let's talk more after this. Welcome back to World Soccer Radio on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also, Sirius XM and the American Forces Network. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. We are presented to you by betonline.ag. And with NBA and college basketball back in business and the NFL and college football playoffs just around the corner, with all this sport going on, and of course the Premier League and the Champions League, there's plenty of bets to lock in. So if you're thinking about picking the Lakers to repeat their NBA championship, or someone to upset Pat Mahomes at the Chiefs, well, go to betonline.ag. they got game spreads and totals. they got team player and coaching props if you want them. BetOnline gives you more options to wager than any other place online, and there's always the online casino as well. If you want your fill of slots and video poker, that casino never closes. Head to betonline.ag today. Take advantage of all the great sign-up bonuses. Again, that's betonline.ag and sign up today bet online your online sports book experts i'm nick Eber. great to be with you monday through friday 6 p.m pacific 9 eastern then again midnight pacific 3 a.m eastern time for you early birds you can catch that show on sports overnight america we're talking the premier league and expectations and upsets 
and matchups. And I was trying to make a comparison between, I started off with reality TV shows saying that really the Premier League is the ultimate reality TV show, which it is. And then I sort of moved to boxing and we were looking at the Canelo Alvarez, Callum Smith fight over the weekend. Of course, Golovkin fought as well. Uh, You know, we're waiting to see. But when you get the big clash, when you get a Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, for example, for the heavyweight title, then you know a statement has been made. This isn't Canelo beating up uh, lanky, thin, not very powerful Callum Smith, although bigger and taller with a longer reach. Certainly without a modicum of the skills of Canelo. And we had that this weekend. Two what I would call marquee matchups this weekend were going to tell us a lot about the state of the Premier League. Actually, I'm going to say three here for a second. So, Because Southampton, Man City at St. Mary's, okay, it's not a marquee matchup in terms of, you know, Southampton are always a good team, but in any other year, if Man City were to face Southampton, whether at the Etihad or whether at St. Mary's, you would automatically assume, boom, Man City, by far the favorites. Well, this season, of course, things so different. We talked about this match earlier. But, you know, Man City were only minus 208 on the money line, which isn't it isn't a whomping, massive favorite. In fact, to give you an example of just how even keeled the Premier League was, and actually let me give you the Man City, uh, correct Man City odds here, by the way, because that was not correct. They were, yeah, minus 208. Um we're just not getting any of these really, really lopsided money line numbers. Sure, West Ham were plus 560 to beat Chelsea at Stamford Bridge. Sure, Crystal Palace were plus 520 um, long shots when facing the favourites Liverpool. But Liverpool were only minus 196. This isn't really like many of the other seasons where you would have seen, you know, minus 1100s. And those sort of ridiculous numbers being bandied about. It's a much tighter race this year. The odds makers are reflecting that. And so when I say that Southampton Man City in normal years would have not even been a contest, I wouldn't put it up as a marquee matchup. I wouldn't say this was a game that was really going to tell us a lot. What was going to tell me everything about this game wasn't whether Man City won or lost, because I I actually kind of thought that Southampton might win it because it was at home. But the very fact that we were talking about that is what I mean. In other words, if this match had ended up being what everybody did not expect the Liverpool result to be, because Crystal Palace, Wilfred Zaha, good team, always give Liverpool a tough time. But Liverpool going to Selhurst Park and winning 7-0 is a statement. Man City going to Southampton and winning 3-0, 4-1, 5-1, 4-2, That's a statement. Man City going to St. Mary's and winning 1-0 off a goal scored in the 16th minute of the game isn't a statement. 
it's a problem for a team that is chasing the top four, for a team that is looking to generate momentum, especially coming off the back of of disappointing 1-1 draw at home against one of the worst teams in the league in West Bromwich Albion, and then that dour 0-0 Manchester derby at Old Trafford. You'd think this team would want to come back and make a statement a la Liverpool, a la Manchester United. But no, it was a very sort of disappointing one niller that is telling me something about Man City, is that this team is not a title contender this year. This team may not be a top four contender this year. Their lack of goal scoring is such a huge problem, this team is susceptible and in danger. We'll see what they do in January. But if they want to make anything out of this season, given the Liverpools, Leicester Cities, United's, Everton's, Tottenham's, and Chelsea's out there, forget Southampton, who they just beat. They've got a lot of competition. Can you honestly look me in the eye and tell me you think Man City are better than Chelsea? Man City are better than Tottenham. They're better than Leicester. Well, maybe they're better than Liverpool. No, you, you can't. And that's what I mean about statement results over the weekend. So that was certainly one. That told you a lot. The other one was at Old Trafford, where on Sunday, Man United absolutely went to town and whomped on Leeds United 6-2. Now, this was not a surprising win for Man United. Man United are a team that were not quite as bad. In other words, the quality of the pieces did not equal... It was greater than the sum of the whole. And I think they're trying to bring that into balance. I still think they've got a lot of issues at United, and I'm going to tell you why. But that was an important win because the one thing that's really, really important is in football is momentum. And that win for United, even especially in the emphatic form in which they did it, capped off an unbeaten run since the beginning of November where they've only drawn one match, and that was that horrible derby. But for United fans getting ready to, ready to celebrate the return of greatness... I'm going to challenge you this. United have won eight matches. They beat Brighton. They beat Newcastle. They beat Everton, West Brom, Southampton, West Ham, Sheffield United, and Leeds United. Honestly, other than West Brom, other than Everton, who really can make a statement here, have been trying to make a statement this season, who have they really beaten? When they've played teams that can create a problem, they've lost Crystal Palace, Spurs, Arsenal. They've drawn Man City. They've drawn Chelsea. They haven't beaten those teams. They've yet to play Liverpool. They've yet to play Leicester City. Of course, that's all going to change on Boxing Day, so keep that in mind because they'll be playing Leicester City. So, a statement win for United? Yes. Momentum on their side? Absolutely. On the other hand, Leicester City coming off a huge statement win of their own, 2-0 against Tottenham Hotspur. What does that tell you? What do you need to know about that win? Well, 
everything you need to know is in that win and the fact that Leicester City have now lost two in a row, losing to Liverpool, losing to Leicester on the back of that 1-1 draw against Palace. They did beat Arsenal 2-0 and then 0-0 with Chelsea. So in the last five matches where they have played teams that would be considered top table teams because when they played Chelsea was let's have a look when did they play Chelsea back on the 29th of November Chelsea were a top four team on the 29th of November they were in third position so when they're facing top four teams they are not winning The same thing I told you about United. And for all of the greatness that Jose Mourinho brings to this side, and by the way, I think Tottenham are a terrific team, I don't think they are deep enough yet. I don't think they have enough weapons yet. What I said before this Tottenham-Leicester City game was I said I thought Tottenham had a better manager and they had more depth and they had more variation to their game. And I was wrong on pretty much all those accounts, except for maybe the manager. Not that I have anything against Brendan Rodgers, I just happen to think Jose Mourinho is uh, is a um, is a magician. A statement game, and that statement said, "Danger, danger, danger for Tottenham Hotspur fans." Luckily, they have a match against Wolves coming up on the twenty seventh, and Wolves coming off a shocking two one defeat to Burnley on Monday. And the final statement result I want to talk about, and I don't know that I have enough time, I probably do here, was I think the result that everybody knew was going to happen but just kind of cringed a little bit. We are, of course, talking about Goodison Park where Arsenal Football Club lost 2-1 to Everton and continued the woes. The great, expensive, much-heralded Nicolas Pepe scored, I believe, his first goal as it was a penalty. Arsenal are a shell of their shadow of their former selves. They have not won a game since November the 1st. In fact, I'm going to go a step further. I'm going to say since October, Arsenal have won one game two games 4th of October they beat Sheffield United everybody beat Sheffield United and then they had that 1-0 victory the highlight of their career when they beat Man United at Old Trafford this is I think short of Sheffield United right now the worst team in the Premier League and as I told you last week is it Mikel Arteta's fault no not really he just doesn't have a good squad Stan Kroenke has not invested in this team. Stan Kroenke is unlikely to invest in this team. For Arsenal right now, there's a real possibility they could get sucked into a relegation battle, and it doesn't get easier. As Boxing Day, they're hosting Chelsea at the Emirates, and Chelsea are looking to get their season back on track and coming off a big win at home 3-0 against West Ham United. That's bad news for Arsenal. That is a statement match. So over the Christmas weekend or couple of days, Boxing Day and the 27th, you've got Arsenal-Chelsea and you've got Leicester-Man United. Liverpool have got a match against the punching bags of West Brom at, at um, 
at Anfield, I would suggest that those odds are going to be completely crazy. I'm out of time. I've got to go. I'll be right back to wrap it up on World Soccer Radio. Sex and drugs and rock and roll. All right, welcome back. World Soccer Radio. Just a reminder, check out our podcast. You can find it right after the show's over at the podcast network, which is Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. All right, we just got a couple minutes left, and I, and I do this because I allow you to hold me accountable for my picks. And so I'm going to go down my picks for the weekend that I gave you, told you to bet on, and let's see how I did. Liverpool Palace, I said take Liverpool. That was a big yes. Uh, Southampton, Man City. I said, if Aguero's not on the team sheet, take Southampton. If he is, take Man City. Well, Man City won, so he was on the team sheet. Didn't play, but was on the team sheet, so that's a yes. Everton, Arsenal. I said, take Everton. That was a yes. Fulham, Newcastle. I said to take Newcastle, and uh, that was a draw. So I got that one wrong. Brighton, Sheffield United. I said, take Brighton. Hey, what a shocker. It was a draw. So that one was wrong. Tottenham Leicester. I said, take Tottenham. Well, Leicester City won. Man United Leeds. I said, take United. So that was a win. West Brom Villa. I said, uh, take a draw on that one. And Aston Villa won. I don't know why I said that. I knew they were going to win away from home. I don't know why I made that pick. Burnley Wolves. I said, take Wolves. Well, Burnley won. So that was a no. And finally, Chelsea West Ham. I said, take Chelsea. And they did win. So the one, two, three four, five. 50%, not a particularly good weekend of picks. Again, all these uh, odds and money lines come courtesy of our good friends at betonline.ag, our title sponsor. Well, folks, that's going to wrap up the show today. A little programming note, I will be back with you Wednesday and Thursday. We'll be breaking down all the matches for you over the Christmas and Boxing Day, over the Boxing Day and the 27th so that you can enjoy them to their fullest. In the meantime, enjoy the football. Enjoy the holiday season. Spend time with your family, but do it safely. And I look forward to speaking to you on Wednesday. Till that time, cheers. Have a great one. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.